Hello, fans of Movie Guys Podcast, and uh, I don't know what to say because I'm kind of, this is a bad opening because I got a lot to say about ID2, uh, which is Independence Day Resurgence. We're, that's what we're talking about today. I'm along with Eric and Ed, of course. How are you guys doing tonight? Pretty good, buddy. How you doing? Recovering from the holiday weekend. Uh, you know. Not, yeah. From, I'm not doing from our Independence Day. I saw Day. this movie during the holiday weekend. Oh. Well, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, whatever, fitting enough that it opens up. Uh, oh, no, it didn't. It opened up uh, June 24th, right? So a few weeks before that. But, I mean, obviously yeah, they're kind of in the in the realm of, of Independence Day. So keeping with the theme as it did, um, was it 20 years ago? 20 years yep. ago. Jeez, 20 years. It just seems like a – doesn't seem like that was that long. But Well, they, they mention it about a thousand times in this movie that the movie came out 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah, they sure did. So yeah, twenty years ago, and uh, yeah, and and already they, you know, they get everyone except Will Smith in in this movie. But like literally, what like every single person came back and done some, right? In in Will Smith's defense, every nobody else in their career has done. Nobody else since that movie has done really anything except Jeff Goldblum, and he'll do anything. True. And he was not gonna attach his name to this movie. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he needs to because after Earth, he, he needs to get a paycheck. I mean, I think that's just kind of like well, I would I would argue William uh, uh, Fitchner too, but that guy just does everything, man. He's just like one of those people where he's like, hey, you know, hey William, we have a project for you. Do you want it? He goes, yeah, I want to do it. It's like, well, do you want to know he, what it's? I didn't a, even tell you about uh, it yet. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm signed up. Let's go. It's like, all right. Do you want to know how much it pays? No, no, no. Let's go. It's like, damn. All right, man. <laughs> That guy, got, that guy has been, like, he has such a huge range. So it's just like, yeah, why not? I bet you he was just, like, sitting around on his couch, just kind of staring at the wall. Just like, hey, you want to do Independence Day 2? Yeah, fuck it. You know? <laughs> that definitely sounds exactly yeah, right. So, I mean, I'm, I like oh, him, though. But yeah. everyone else is just kind of like, you know, whatever. <laughs> this is, um... I, where this, do you even start with this, this type movie... of movie? Well, first of all, let's start with the history of it, where this movie does not need to be made. Like, first of all, this movie has a thousand Jump the Shark moments. But the first one is, why do you want to start a sequel, not a reboot? A reboot is understandable 20 years later. But a sequel 20 years later makes no sense. We have a problem in this country. And it's not Hillary. It's not Trump. It's nostalgia. That's the issue. Everybody who is our age is like, oh, you remember in 96, man? Cool. Let's, 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 let's do this again for no fucking reason. This movie does not need to exist. That's the start of this, though. Well, I, I, although I, I agree with you in theory that, like, the movie itself doesn't necessarily need to exist as, an, as like, a, a sequel. And you're right. You know, this movie basically, other than the fact that it was, you know, probably going to make them a lot of money – you know, it, realistically, you know, I guess it didn't necessarily have to have the Independence Day name to it. But that being said, the only reason any of us went to see it was because it was an Independence Day movie. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's that is exactly no, right. Didn't. Well, because well, I think I think Jordan saw it just because we agreed that we were going to go see it and review it. So, <laughs> yes, yes. If, if I it did had not. not been for that, just because we knew that it was going to be like a, it's a blockbuster movie. And so when you have these several blockbusters that are coming out, they don't need to be, uh, uh, I mean, good. They just need to kind of, you know, 
I don't know, be be in that realm of summer blockbuster. They need to be, you know, have a few jokes. They need to be really just coming up, uh, just ignore all sort of have have movie physics. So uh, disobey any real laws of physics, or have zero explanation. Just be, hey, uh, let's just throw that in there. But sir, it won't make any sense. Yeah, but yeah, but throw it in there. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's gonna be a summer release, I mean, so it's whatever. But uh, so far, though, I mean, the budget I'm looking up uh, says that it was uh, 165 million to create to make, and so far oh it's God. grossed domestically around 72 million. So it hasn't even hit halfway mark yet. That's scary. Looks, looks like we won't get that third sequel when they have a galactic space battle. Well, <laughs> We'll see because I, I think it it's it it did well overseas. Can can I just say that when they basically tell you that they're going to make a third movie, that this that I got goosebumps on my uh, in my in terms of like my bad movie goosebumps, the ones that like yes, this is so bad it's good. When they when when Data, what the hell's his name? I can't remember. Uh, the guy who, Data from Star who actually died in uh, the last Brent, movie. Who Brent Spiner. Yeah, but yeah, but he's yeah he's somehow alive. Brent he's Spiner. Like, yeah. Yes. When when he's like, oh, but they just told us they want us to be there. They they want us to lead their revolution against these aliens, and we're gonna have an intergalactic space war. I think that was literally the line. And everybody in the room, like every everybody on screen, smiled. I smiled. I'm not gonna lie. Like it was it was <laughs> that it was that corny and that bad that it caused me to smile. We're gonna kick some serious alien um, ass. <laughs> For the first time ever in my movie going experiences, uh, in the life of movies that I've seen, my wife and I called the movie throughout the film, which we're gonna talk about this. We're gonna go in depth about this. So don't worry, fans. Again, all, all spoilers. Uh, all of our audio. Oh yeah. Well, our reviews are, are spoiler heavy. So, so. Spoiler heavy. So, but this is the first time this has ever happened. Uh, we we it was an empty theater. This was now the third time this year that I've gone to a movie by myself. Well, my wife was with me this time. Nobody was in the theater, and uh, we talked to each other the whole time, saying, "Oh, this is going to happen," and it did happen, and whatever. But my point is, this is the first time this ever happened. We walked out of that theater so pissed off <laughs> of what we just saw. That right next door, Purge 3 just started, so we just snuck right in there because we felt we were owed uh, our money back. The deal, the, <laughs> the good old double feature. That's, yes. a, that's pretty good. I, you know, the last time I had done a double feature like that, where you just go right out of one into the other, was a while ago. It was Book of Eli and... Um, oh, damn it. What the hell is that old person movie? With Alec Baldwin, Steve Martin, and Meryl Streep. About... about Oh, train's coming. It wasn't bucket list, was it? No, 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 no. They weren't in there. It it doesn't matter. But either way, it was just like one bad, one one good. So yeah, I did just say I really I really like Book of Eli, so that better not be the bad one. <laughs> no, no, no. The the other one was it was just kind of like uh, eh, you know, I, I, yeah. I, I got I gotta find it now, but uh, it doesn't. It, I know it's not gonna matter when I when I find it. But and I, and I just want to make the record. It's complicated. Clear. Purge three wasn't great. Purge three was not great at all, but it was a lot better than this movie. So well, let's, we 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 at least felt the theater happy. Let's uh, let, uh, I mean let's just get into it. I, you know what? If if you we don't mind, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump in because I think I can kind of keep this short and simple, and then we can just piggyback off of each other pretty much. That's that's how I expect this to go. 
Absolutely. Uh, right start from, it off. Right from the start, and by the start I mean like when you when you walk into the movie theater, knowing it's Independence Day Resurgence, from the trailer, you you pretty much can already know how it's going to play out. You you can guess everything start to finish, and it's just like okay, I bet you know, from what it sounds like, it's going to be just like Independence Day. The first one, yeah. except it's just going to whatever the hell rehash it. And that's exactly what it does. Uh, exactly what it was. From start to finish, it was pretty much just that. Where they're just like, oh, everything that worked in the first movie, we're going to do it again. We're going to do it with all the same characters. Everyone's going to reprise their roles. We'll add in a few extra ones for the, for the newer crowd because they're younger and everyone's old. But, you know... We'll just make everything bigger. So this time the aliens are bigger, including their spaceships, including the actual aliens themselves. The technology is going to be bigger. The budget's bigger. The explosions are bigger. Everything's just going to be bigger. So that's all they're doing is just taking whatever the hell Independence Day was, and they're just going to do it times two. That's all this movie was. But just because you double up on it doesn't make everything better. Like Lightning is not going to hit twice in Hollywood most of the time. Uh, it might for like Wayne's World, you know, but like it's not gonna do it for Independence Day. This movie was just kind of like, it, it, you know, I think I yawned, you know. <laughs> oh God, that's not good. Well, because okay, well, again, there are parts in the movie where like it's very predictable, and I told you guys before that like every watch it again. I, I know you won't, but I can send you, a, you know, maybe a downloaded copy or something like that. I'm pretty sure, including Jeff Goldblum. Everyone has a moment where they have a gun in their hand, or like they're in a spaceship, and they go, "All right," and they're like, <laughs> and they always and they yell, yes. kind of like a like a yeehaw moment there, you know. Mm-hmm. Every everyone, and I, I think Liam Hemsworth does it. I think like five times actually. We're yes. not gonna make it. Uh, Hold on tight, you know. Just, <laughs> nobody's you're exactly gonna right. die today. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody has a has a gun in their hand, screaming moment. Everybody has a fuck up moment. Everybody has a last stand moment. You know, everybody has the. You know, it's just, it's there's there's no real true hero in this movie. They they try to tell you that it's Will Smith's son. You know, they try to tell you that it's going to be him, and then they try to infer that it's going to be Liam Hem, Liam Hemsworth, and and it ultimately it kind of is. But like then it's then it's. Bill Pullman's daughter, and then, and you know there's there's no real hero and then, and in this movie. Bill Pullman, you know? Yeah, and then Bill Pullman, <laughs> and like and he even he has his screaming moment. He's he's, you know, <laughs> he he's in the ship with uh, he's in the mothership with these four nuclear warheads, that you know he flies this he he flies this antiquated or not antiquated like everybody around him you know is flying the normal ships and he flies one of their ships that that third party whatever the fuck whatever the, uh, did they give it a name a tug, sphere tug something wasn't it I think yeah he yeah, those tug. Like, yeah yeah where yeah he flies the the sort of tow truck with the tug in there <laughs> in this fake in this fake rf emitter which by the way if this alien queen could track this rf emitter basically by sense across the galaxy you'd think she would have figured out by now what the real ones and fake ones are. We're, and they tell you a thousand times over that we're nowhere near as advanced as them, but yet somehow we fool her. But anyway, let's take that for what it is. It's movie magic. So then he explodes these four nuclear warheads, kills himself, but yet then all of a sudden, all of a sudden we have uh, one of those moments like, Nuh-uh, I have a cloaking device, you can't shoot me moment, like when you were six, and the queen has her own shield, 
and that these nuclear bombs couldn't couldn't you know they couldn't penetrate. But then one of the ships flown by Bill Pullman's daughter, the former first daughter, you know that she's she's all of a sudden she's all pissed off because she thinks her boyfriend's dead, and or, now she realizes her dad's dead. And then all of a sudden, her weapons can destroy this vest? Or does she fly through the shield but video, not get Video game hit? theory, right, is that you keep on blasting yeah. it until those shields wear out. Yeah, yeah. And that's what they, they even say. They even say, just hit it till it goes away. Like, no. Science. I mean, it was so, it was so video game-like. And when we, when we were talking, you know, for all of our fans out there, the, the three of us, for communication purposes, we have a, a group Facebook message. We got, the three of us got on this tirade yesterday about this damn movie. We almost started the review the day before we're doing it right now about this. But, like, it, it, I thought of Mass Effect. It, it, this whole movie is basically the, the, the movie version of Mass Effect. Yeah, not to mention the Queen is also the size of a, a, the Sears Tower, too. Like, mm -hmm. just this huge behemoth of a thing. And I, I, was, I was telling other people about just like, okay, just to, just to sum up pretty much this movie, there's a part of the movie where this giant queen who's just, you know, uh, blown up times a hundred, you know, just a huge, tall, just a tank, where she's just like, you know what, fuck everything else, I'm going to chase a bus through the desert. <laughs> and you got it, the bus is full of children. Why are they out there? Doesn't matter. She's going to chase it. Nothing else matters besides getting this school bus that's being driven by Jeff Goldblum. And he and he, and he wins. He outmaneuvers her. <laughs> Hyper-intelligent creature. Interstellar travel. Beats her by bus. By a school bus. <laughs> a school bus full of kids with his, with his dad who wrote a book that said I, How I Saved the World that yeah. he's giving lectures at an old folks home about. Yeah, uh, it's it, who's, this... who's complaining about it the entire time? Oh, you're not you're not driving right. Just like Dad, like look, how do you look behind you? They still have their sense of humor, by the way. And the kids, relatively calm, just enjoying the mm -hmm. show. Oh wow, this is great. Their parents are dead. Their parents are dead. Oh, mm -hmm. so they just like yeah, I, I guess that. You know what? And... That doesn't even mean anything. Like I, I really don't even give a shit. Like the the motivation. If I'm complaining about the the children's motivation in the movie, then I mean, amongst yeah. the other things, you know. <laughs> so, going back so, to the, again, school bus in the desert. You know, I don't know yeah. why I was there, but <laughs> and it's so, sometimes I, I don't know. Maybe this is just me noticing. At some points, the bus is a stick, and at other points, it's not. Continuity Did anybody else for the win? Man. Yeah, I, I don't know if I maybe I'm just making that up now as I'm thinking about it. But like when they need to step on it, I distinctly remember Jeff Goldblum taking his foot off the gas, putting it on the clutch, and going and putting it into another gear. And then, but then it's a school bus that I've never, since the 30s, when an automatic transmission was invented, the first thing they fucking put it on was a school bus. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, you know, it, again, whatever. And, you know, not to mention that, again, everyone's, the, the kid who was driving it, or no, the, both people were trained. It's just whatever. A, a, lot of, a lot of shit mm. that you're just like, ugh. So, clearly, care. we all love this movie. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> But I want to talk about the beginning here. I want to talk about where we have a society in this movie has been for 20 years. Like, okay, so what they're saying is, it's, and, it, it's, and, it's, and it's not terrible, but, but they're going to jump the shark quickly. Begin this movie, it's been 20 years since the aliens invaded Earth, and we have adapted their technology. But what did we adapt their technology to? Space travel and weapons. Where are the flying cars? Where are fancy clothes? I don't know. I want to see a fancy future. Nothing really. 
because government technology because people are still yeah government technology and what i thought was interesting i didn't i don't think it's good i think it's interesting though that i believe they say it that every single planet in our in our in our in our in our galaxy well not our galaxy but in our universe whatever um has a space station on it right yeah that's the mention yeah either that or a weapon either that or a weapon i could i don't remember which now now here's where they fuck up on here's where my wife and i say oh this is going to be bad now i'm going to talk very carefully so you guys can get this i don't know if you guys caught this or not okay it has been 20 years since the aliens have attacked they have space stations on every planet they are opening the movie on the moon, and Liam Hensworth, just at that moment, the reason why the tug fails is because they put the alien weapon on the moon. Yeah. And then 10 minutes later, the sphere comes. Yeah, pretty convenient, right? Do you see where that's a fuck? Also, his first streaming scene, by the way, too. That is so stupid. Okay, okay, sphere. There's a sphere now in the universe. They completely just, just don't give a shit. Well, like, my, my thing is, is more so, and I'm going to piggyback up you, is that they, they make it a great point to say, okay, 20 years after, we've, we've established world peace. They actually they said world peace, right? Or world mm-hmm. coexistence or something like that, too. Yeah. And so the first thing that they do, they're building weapons, okay? Yeah. I understand that for protection because they fear they might come back, and that's understandable. But the, the thing comes through, and they're doing world peace, and then everyone's just like, ah, nuke it, nuke it, nuke it. It's just like, well, you know, yeah. you, you have your experts who, who who saved the world. I mean, again, we won't get into that just because Jeff Goldblum, for some reason, beats the aliens by... Who would have thought the aliens use Linux, by the way, too? <laughs> like, that's another part. I mean, for 20 years, he makes a virus, and he's able to just read their code. But, you know, we won't get into that again. But... Uh, yeah, the, the thing comes through, and he's just like, hey, I'm an expert. We have a whole, There's apparently a whole bunch of alien experts that are around the world, too. They don't consult any of them, and they're just like, yeah, first reaction is nuke it. They have an alien psychiatrist. Yeah, exactly. Who just randomly shows yes. up, and they try to introduce a, a, a love story. Did I, did I miss something from the first one that... This is because no. he was in, like no. he was married to the white the the, the the chief of staff of the White House. Right. And then now, all of a yes. sudden, he used to be with this... This alien psychologist now? He was yeah. just, uh, she was just a fling for the past 20 years. It had nothing to do with the original. It was just a fling. And the way, they, the way they introduce it is the reason they need to go find her. Well, not, they, don't even find, they don't even tell you about her. She just is introduced because they went, to this alien, they went to this warlord's camp who's also the president of his country and, because yeah. his dad just died. And they just spent the last 20 years fighting alone these fucking aliens that the you know the, the warlord comes up you got to kill them from behind which okay you have to introduce a way to kill them but but like why did nobody help them like these 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 african tribes bound, bound together to fight these aliens with the giant spaceship that was drilling a hole which was they had no drilling in the first movie by the way yeah but they're drilling a hole and nobody goes to help. These this African warlord is left to do his thing and, and just fend for his himself and his people. A completely intact spaceship and just left in the kind of that middle part of Africa. And you can tell obviously these spaceships are big enough where you can see them from space, but they just happen to kind of fly by that one. You know, no one, no one picked <laughs> yeah. that one up before in 20 years. They're just like, oh, how do we miss this spaceship? Oh, it's just here. When did you get here? And it's like, yeah, it was here the entire time, buddy. You know. 
maybe maybe stop ignoring Africa once in a while, and <laughs> you'll see a spaceship there that's drilling into Earth's core. Yeah. I have a quick question real quick about the African warlord. How does he, because they don't establish any other character that is a scientist who has seen the aliens up close before, regards to the guy fighting, how does this African warlord know how to to read their language? He's been hunting them for 20 well, years. He does. He says. He says in the movie. Now it's not a good answer, but it's an answer. Okay. Is that you know he goes? We spent you know they, I don't remember what he said exactly, but it was they were hunting us. We had to learn how to hunt them. So they sort of learned how to decipher their language, which makes logical sense. You would do that. But at the same time, it would not be in the English. It would not be. In it would have English. been. It, it would have been yeah. into their native tongue because these are African tribes. Not, they're not oh, British fucking colonies. That's a good call. You know, they're, yeah, they're African tribes. You know, and it, I, 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 am trying to put logic to this movie, and I'm, I'm frustrating myself. Uh, Hollywood logic. Hollywood logic is that every yeah. other country speaks English, and every other planet speaks yeah. English. And Hollywood yeah. it does, absolutely. Why is Jeff Goldblum in this movie? I don't know. Everybody else is. Between movies? No, I mean, I, 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 I mean I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I'm not trying well, think, to be Think smart. about I mean, it. Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum has been reduced to doing rent.com commercials. Which is fine, but I'm just trying to say that this guy, his character, has no reason to be in it. What they should have done, and they only did it with Bill Pullman, was they should have killed all the old characters off. They they killed two old characters off, and so he he may do. Um, I would I would imagine that the remaining characters are going to be alive in the third movie because we are getting a third movie, right? I mean, that's completely separate. yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah. But now, uh, yeah, two yeah. two of the characters and Vivica did it right, where she's just like, hey, it's my contract. I want to get five sentences in and then just kill me off so I can just go home early, get my paycheck and go home. <laughs> Which I am not saying that strippers cannot be successful and be doctors, but my wife said throughout the whole movie, <sighs> Will Smith's wife was a stripper. I said, no, she wasn't. She was a nurse. She was a fucking stripper. She was good call. You're right. right. I remember. And I didn't remember that. Movie. Good she call. Was, she was a fucking stripper. Yeah. Good I, call. I, yeah, I forgot that in the first movie, <laughs> yeah. Vivka was a stripper, and now she's, you know, almost ahead of medicine right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and she oh. does have a a pretty heroic death. Does she though? Because her son doesn't even try to help her, which we'll talk about the kids here right now. Is that a fire I chest? love it. Yeah, but I love the kids. I love the fact that the kids, all okay. Uh, the president's daughter makes sense, and Will Smith's son makes sense to be fighter pilots and all this stuff. That makes sense. Liam Hensworth is just the third guy. He's the third wheel in this triangle, which really has no reason to be here. But all these kids went to the same flight school, trained under the same people, and are now all fighter pilots. Really? This is, I mean, like, this is the best that they can come up with. Well, that, it, that in, in my thought process, makes a little bit of sense. And because, because Will Smith's son, Will Smith was a fighter pilot. He was in the, he was in the Air Force. That's who he was. Or maybe he was a naval fire, fighter pilot. I don't remember. But he was a fire. He was. He, that's how he became what he was. That's how he got to do what he did. And he basically, and they tell you that you know he's idolized. He's got a picture up to you know the cabinet office in the White House. Like there's a there's a there's a portrait of him. True. So naturally, you know, and they even say later, like what, 
to uh, Liam Hemsworth, who the reason that they're fighting or whatever is because he nearly kills him in fight in flight school. Um, the reason that you know you shouldn't have been trying to be first was because it was always going to be him. It was never going to be you. So it was always going to be Will Smith's son. So legacy wise, that's there. That's that. This is where they fuck up though, on because I'm going to tell you this other piece of knowledge. Because again, Gene and I came back home and we watched the first movie. Found out Vivica Fox was a stripper. We also mm-hmm. find out in the first movie. Go back and watch it, guys. Blow your mind. That is not Will Smith's son. That was her son from a previous boyfriend. He oh, married uh, into her. You're right. I forgot about that. That's a stepson. So how is this guy? So how is this kid a fucking legacy? Because he's the stepson. Well, but he he you know. I've had stepfathers that were just as much a father to me as my own. Well, did your stepfather hey, save had... the save the world from a interplanetary uh, invasion? Yeah, I... into species invasion. No, I'm just I'm just trying to say like if you're going to not have Will Smith in this and you're going to kill him off by a training exercise five years before, which come on, and this is not his actual blood son, this is his stepson, then why don't you introduce? His actual father have that struggle. But you're you're definitely something. right though, because I think for most of the movie, people were talking uh, Captain Hiller, right? Just like, oh, your father was a great man. You're, you know, they kept on addressing him as your father. When you're very right, uh, I mean, it was in in the first movie where uh, he was actually the stepfather. So again, mm-hmm. Hollywood loves mm-hmm. it. They just just ignore everything, everybody. This is we're, we're, you know, keep on going, keep up. We're just saying we're rolling. You know, we don't have time to go yeah, fix I it. Mean, and of course, my That's the wife problem with the movie. It. When, when they, when they decide to blow up the spears, she goes, she actually taps me in the shoulder and, and she says, I don't know why she whispered because nobody's in the theater, but she whispered and said, uh, I guarantee you that spear is supposed to help them destroy the aliens. I oh, ab- absolutely. This this movie is predictable from the most amateur level. Like, I could I could show my four year old nephew the first one. And then we could watch this one, and he could tell me what's going to happen. Anybody who's ever seen a movie can predict this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Jeff Goldblum tells you, tells you right off the bat, don't destroy this thing. I've always been right. Let's think about it. And then they're like, no, we're going to destroy it. We're going to test our – we're going to show you how big our dick is, and we're going to test our new, our new weapon. And, yeah. you know, they, they destroy it. And the spear even says, well, I was trying to warn you. I was scanning you, and I was trying to – like, you, but you blew me up. Yeah. But we're cool, though. Yeah, we're good. We're all right. I uh, just, I just, oh, yeah, okay. This, this, this movie is just all kinds of batshit crazy. Uh, it's just. Um, well, I, I said to you it, guys on the, on the Facebook group too that the other part is that the aliens, you know, they learn from from the the, the previous attack, and so the one of the first things they do is do a global EMP and they knock everything out, right? I mean, so like power is yes. down, like computer systems are shut down, and like satellites out of the sky, they knock them all out. So everything global EMP, everything is out. But everyone is still able to talk to each other. Yes. Yeah. Give me the president, Mr. President, and they're like using their cell phones, and they have like you know just (laughs) airplanes are able to fly and stuff like that. I mean, everything's able to just be working just fine. They have a shortwave radio that is able to 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 cover the globe. By the way, too. So if you're hearing this on my ham radio, those to you in in Dubai and uh, in Hong Kong. Uh, this is the president of America speaking from Area 51. You can hear me. The new, radio, the new right? president of the United States, not the original one from the beginning of the movie. They kill, they they kill everybody off. Yeah, exactly. Supposedly they. 
supposedly. Now, 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 here's the thing. Now, myself, I, you know, I've, I've studied political science. I've been a, a, a political junkie for my entire life. What position was this guy? Because if, even if he was like the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, there's no line of succession. If they kill off the president, vice president, speaker of the house, every member of the cabinet, the president, pro, I mean, the president pro temp of the fucking Senate, the, the, you know, the uh, every member of the cabinet, there's no line of succession thereafter. He was a general, as I'm reading it right now. He is General Adams. So just if I, if I now not even start. Pol please correct me if I'm wrong. But I, I, I don't think that I am. I could be because, you know, one of the ways that we do this show is we like to drink and do a couple things and then, and then talk about the movie. Yeah. So there, but there's no line of legitimate constitutional succession for a general taking or general. He can take control, but then it's called a military junta. You know, it's, it's not he's not within the line of succession. Jesus they basically Christ, just yeah. said, you're the high you're the highest ranking military member. <laughs> so we're going to make you president like that, that, that. That yes. doesn't make it's it's not within the Constitution of the United States. Ed, you are confusing the fuck out of me. I fell asleep. I'm sorry. So I'm just gonna say you're right. <laughs> okay. Because I don't know what the fuck you just said. So yes, you're right. It makes no goddamn yeah. sense, buddy. It doesn't. Uh, I was I was just happy to see the guy get some work because I like him in a lot of other movies. Um, you guys want to talk about how this uh, how this uh, queen is. Uh, clearly plagiarism from aliens or is it just me i mean it's it's hive mind theory you know it's this whole thing again very unoriginal where they're just like oh they they yeah you know say the, the everything there's so many other sci-fi movies that do the same exact thing of this whole hive mind where there's a central kind of uh queen or like a brood mother or like a leader that's able to just kind of control everything in a unified area. I mean, Starship Troopers did it. Star Trek did it with the board. Mm. I mean, I could keep on going on, but it's just, it's so cocoon, you know? Mm -hmm. they, there's they, eight they all more. There's eight more. They said there's eight more. Yeah. She controlled her little swarm there, and now they're going to go back to the, to the colony and uh, finish off the rest, right? I mean, Which does imply that there's like a, a king or like somebody that's higher up that is controlling everybody yeah <laughs> nice that's exactly nice. what it is they're gonna have a brain bug and it's gonna look you know well hopefully nothing like starship troopers where it's just a giant anus they're gonna they're gonna do it they're I, I just have a feeling they're gonna do it i mean okay, did, guys let's talk up huh i was gonna go say on, dude, what 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 did work in this movie for you guys i mean it, it was just eye candy pretty um, much right Mm -hmm. Data, data worked for me, and what I mean by he worked for me was, oh, he's dead. Wait a minute, coma, twenty years. Okay, yeah, he's a funny guy. I mean, that's that's. I mean, that's what he got. He got. He got. He gave me a couple chuckles. I guess sure. the only thing the movie got is a couple chuckles. So I enjoyed him, but other than that, it was no, no. Well, they they but also keep in mind they sort of have to establish that concept that like they've made contact they be, they became their they basically they were they were the host so that they could speak so that Bill Pullman could go back in and say you know like he, you know that this, this is what they're doing that like he he let that all happen and it, it gave reason why Bill Pullman went crazy it gave reasoning behind those drawings of 
the the red rings of death for your Xbox. It gave uh, it gave it gave explanation for like all those the reasons they knew that they were coming. But it makes yeah. no sense that any of these characters besides Data know that they're coming. Again, I mean, you guys have to go back and watch the original movie because Bill Pullman never actually touched or had contact with the aliens in the first movie. So no, 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 because, because right after uh, uh, Data or was, uh, his name's like Dr. Oaken, I think his name, but uh, right after the alien kind of controls his vocal cords and, you know, does the whole release me bit. Remember that yeah. Bill Pullman collapses because he's just like, oh, I got a flash. They're going ah. one by one, and they're just blowing up all the all the planets, yeah. you know, which is another weird you're thing right, because, you know, right. why would they go directly to Earth and just, I mean, I guess that means in our solar system that we're the only people popping here. Yeah, they clearly, clearly it is. Clearly Jesus is a part but of he it. But said, he, said like, <laughs> he said that one by one they're going and destroying, you say, all life? Or mm-hmm. something like that. I mean, you, uh, you saw the first movie, so I mean, they, they completely ignored all the other planets that just went to to Earth. But I guess why why not, right? And do you guys want to call bullshit that the United States government has kept like twenty of these aliens in Area Fifty One for the past twenty years? You have to call bullshit <laughs> on that. What are they eating? Um, That's my question. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, they were in co- they were all in comas. They were all in comas. Oh, that's they right. say that. Okay, but see. But this is the difference between a smart movie and a dumb movie. A dumb movie is this. A smart movie, you would say, we have 20 of these aliens that are in comas, and we've had them for 20 years. Show me test tube aliens. Show me uh, people doing surgeries on, on, on aliens, doing autopsies, figuring out more about them as creatures. We don't get that. We just get a bunch of aliens in Arnold Schwarzenegger and Stallone's uh, escape plan movie, and they're just, just tweaking out for no reason. True. I mean, like it, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, they rushed, they rushed a lot of it too. Yeah, they just wanted to. They, this movie was basically just, just let's hurry up and get to the fight. Like, let's get to the invasion and let's just fight. That's all it is. And if you guys notice, we have barely talked about Liam Hensworth because he has no reason to be in this movie. A lot of people have no reason to be in this movie. They should just rebooted it. He's an attractive leading man. If I for mean, some he reason... was so fucking. That's it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, but regardless of the retraction, yeah, but... In order for the formula to work, I mean, you, you need, you know, some attractive people, the leading man. Uh, you need basic basic plot, which is just build-up conflict, uh, climax resolution. Just kind of your basic right there. And then throw in some humor in there, which you do. You have plenty of humor with Jack Goldblum and some other people in there, too. Maybe another little, some road bumps. You throw in the ro- romance, which we got... One, two, three different romance stories in this one, I think, right? We have Jeff Goldblum mm-hmm. and the Which... chick. We have Liam Hemsworth and Presidential's The First Daughter. And then we have his wing commander there, his wingman, and, um, and the... The Asian girl. And Angela Baby is what her name is, which is, that's a creative name. Good for you. You know, cast what... and the crew who what made they... up that name. But see, Eric, you... You did a good point at the beginning of the show. You said this is pretty much just doing the same thing over again. Yeah. I agree with you, but this is how I disagree, though. And how I disagree with it is that if you're going to do the same thing over again and call it a sequel, then have the same star power that you had in the first movie. 
Will Smith in 1996 was still a rising star. So put uh, Channing Tatum in that role instead of Liam Hensworth. Because who gives a fuck about Liam Hensworth? They had all I mean, the old brother... stuff, though, and then they had all the, the new people in there. You know, like they had... Yeah, but the I as... Yeah, but I don't know any of these people. I know Liam from Hunger Games, and that's it. I don't know this Asian chick. I don't know the wingman. I don't know the daughter. Probably because I know anything. the daughter from is from It Follows. Yeah, I was about to say I did know remember the daughter uh, the daughter from It Follows. That's the only thing that she's that she's been in. But well, and like, yeah, and let's look. Can we all? Can I also interject that neither Whitmore's daughter or uh, Will Smith's son in this movie are the people who played either character in the original? Yeah. Well, they're new actors. Are, well, those kids are probably not even acting anymore. I mean, hell, the girl that played Newt has never acted since that first movie in Aliens anyway. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm completely fine with that. But I guess I don't know enough of these young kids to, to make me feel that same star power as I did in 96, 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Well, but keep in mind that in 96, they weren't actually stars yet. Well, Will the, Smith was a star. Yeah, they were getting there. I mean, well, this, the, well, he he was a star because of Fresh Prince, but this is the this is the movie that turned him into a movie star. Yeah, this, this was sure. it. I mean, well, 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 Bad Boys came out in '95. Yeah, and then he well, then and then this movie, and then um, but this I I'm pretty sure I'll have to look it up. But this was the movie that like sort of. Jump started him as a as a big ass movie star. Let's take a look because I because I know Men in Black was a big part. Oh, Men in Black was ninety seven, so it was the year after. Yeah, Men in Black was ninety seven, ninety eight. But I mean, I guess I guess what I'm trying to say. This guys, cemented I'm his, just missing his that. This cemented his uh um. His, his king of blockbusters. Yes. Because yes. that's cause you know, for the longest time he was it was him right it was Independence Day but and you're very right as I'm looking at this it was, he went strictly from uh, see Bad Boys he did a few other movies like Made in America was actually kind of funny but uh, yeah but that was like Whoopi Goldberg ten dancing movie but yeah it was Bad Boys where he was co-leading and then Independence Day and then yeah after that it was just kind of hidden every year with Men in Black Enemy of the State Wild West uh, Bagger Vance that was not a Oh, Legend of Bagger yeah, Vance was such a good movie. Ali. Yeah, okay. Another one. Uh, Ali. Mm. Yeah. All right. So I have a big question for you guys. Big question is, I know we're comparing this to the original, but after having seen Independence Day again through my adult eyes and not my childhood eyes, is Independence Day, the first one, really that good of a movie? Should we really be this pissed off? Because if you really watch Independence Day, it's really dumb. I mean, well, just... yeah, but it's one of those things. It's one of those movies that like it, it fit everything, and it did it well. Like Roland Emmerich actually did that movie well. That's one of the few that he he actually did pretty pretty good in, you know. Um, but like, it was it was a summer blockbuster about aliens, in a time where there were outer space movies, but not alien movies. I mean, there were. There was Deep Impact and Armageddon came out of, like the year before, I think. Uh, I think those were like 95. I mean, I, I could be wrong. I, I, maybe I'm catching, you know, maybe a similar time. Maybe they came about the year after. But it's, it, that was the outer space time frame. <laughs> Excuse me. So, like, and it had people who were up and coming, and it was feel good about America. And we had just come out of, you know, we had long you know a couple of years previous come out of the gulf war and we were having a lot of we were you know 
Clinton was having was getting ready to be reelected, you know. So like it was, there were it was a different time in America at at that point in time. That's why we needed to have a feel good movie, and that's what it was. It was a we all come together, and then it had some great liners, you know. So, and it you know and and it was it was a much more suspenseful movie. It was much more well done. I mean, we look back now and see the graphics and think, okay, it was kind of cheesy. But like. In my opinion, you know, if you take that movie for what it always has been, I still every time that you know Independence Day comes on, I'll still watch it, the original. Well, what I'm missing from this movie is Dennis Quaid. They should have brought him back. <laughs> <He's dead>. <laughs> <laughs> they did legitimately blow him up. He was he was legitimately blown up. You know, they I was brought back Data. Why not bring back Dennis? Well, Quaid? I you know it's funny. I was reading uh, a, a thing about the original and the original scene where Dennis Quaid flies flies a fighter jet with the bomb into the 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 mothership and, and blows it up yeah the original the original written scene and it was filmed that way they had to go back and, and do it was that he stole a a, a a one of those prop planes like one of those ones that he was flying yeah like one of those crop planes hooks a nuke up to it and then flies into one of those prop planes and flies into the mothership with the prop plane. The, the lines are all the same. You know, like, remember me or whatever, whatever yeah. the hell he says. I'm back. Um, yeah. I'm but back. Uh, it, was, it, it was so funny and so terribly designed that the audience kept laughing at this most climactic moment. This is one of those movies where they didn't cut those out. They left the anticlimactic climactic parts in. The, yeah. You know, like they rushed the alien invasion. They rushed, like, I, it, it should have been much more epic when they destroyed all these major cities. And, like, they destroyed Tokyo. They destroyed Paris, although when the ship lands at first, they it destroys the Eiffel Tower, and then all of a sudden when it leaves, the Eiffel Tower's back again. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a goof there. But, uh, you know, 20 like... 20 years to build that back up, I think you'd be all right. <laughs> well, no, I'm, what I'm saying is, is that I, when, the, when this ship yeah. lands, it destroys Paris. And the way you know it's Paris is because it destroys the Eiffel Tower. And then all of a sudden, the Eiffel Tower's back. But, uh, and it was there yeah, for a week. Yeah. It was there for a weekend. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I, again, like... That it, happened. It, this movie is... It, it's... Whatever. From what I'm seeing is that you had said that you were the only pe person, uh, you and your wife were the only people in the movie theater. And it sounds like that seems to be like, kind of like the same thing. Especially when you're competing yeah. against uh, uh, the, the new kind of summer blockbuster, which is like family movies. So Finding Dory is like sweeping box office right now. Like no no problem whatsoever. And it just seems like that's just kind of like the public bend, you know? Like So you're taking back at the time where like 90s and stuff like that where you wanted kind of like a action adventure you know kind of a thing is to kind of take you away so that's why like men in black work because you have this comedy action adventure that's why independence day works is because it's you know witty and you have some you know smart asses like jeff goldblum and will smith who are both uh great in comedies you know or you know in that in that role of, of being kind of the smart mouth person so they have that too and you have it with a lot of other, you know like you said armageddon's the same way too you know um, where you just kind of had the, the big conflict, but big action, and then every once in a while you have like those those smart ass kind of comments, whether it be from him or Ben Affleck or whoever else, you know, type thing. But now, 
here we are in you know 2016, and like the big winners are going to be Pixar movies. They're going to be the family movies that that usually they you can just take kind of you know. So like this one, Secret Life of Pets, is probably going to be huge too. You know, these are like movies that are just going to. These are the new kings. You know, mm-hmm. we, didn't, we didn't have. I would agree with that. We, yeah. we, you know, even though Disney, you know, obviously. Uh, was no shame to win in box offices. I remember that you know Aladdin was huge, but Beauty and the Beast was huge, Lion King was huge, but um, this is like to the point where they're so consistent and they're coming out just more and more and they're becoming more popular. They're winning Oscars, you know. I mean, and and like to the point where they can't not win an Oscar. Pixar can't. Yes. Right. Everything that they every time yeah. they've been True. up for no. one, they've won. Every year that they've been up for an Oscar, they've won. So and uh, and that's yeah and now you have this nostalgic kind of this rehash where Kyle was just like yeah well we know we th- this is a sure thing we know but this is a safe bet where we can make money off of this we can reboot a franchise we can make a sequel of something this is unfortunate too because another Ghostbusters is going to be coming out pretty soon as well and that's probably going to do well at the box office even though it's going to be a god awful movie like but it's just rebooting and you're gonna people are gonna go see it because Ghostbusters that's it. That's the yeah. only reason people are going to go see that. They're not going to see it because it's all four women. They're not going to see it because it's a Paul Feig movie. They're not going to see it because Melissa McCarthy is like their favorite actress right now. And she's so funny, says my mom. But <laughs> it's going to be nice. because it's Ghostbusters, right? Plain, plain yeah. and simple. And you can tell because a lot of this is because of the ratings, too. Like they're trying to appeal to kind of a, a mass audience for the families. So this movie was what? PG-13. Yeah. Uh, same with Independence Day. PG-13. They want the family to go. They want. They know people are gonna have, you know, a holiday weekends off. Hey, what are we doing? I don't know. It's the the lake is too whatever. So let's go to see a movie instead. But instead, you get Finding Dory instead, and they're gonna be like, well, screw Independence Day. We're gonna go see this cute well, little, but, cute little movie instead. But also keep in mind that like movies like in like uh, like Finding Dory, they're actually really well done. You know, I, I haven't seen Finding Dory yet, but the Disney Pixar does a really good job at their movies. I, I the, you know, even even as an adult, I've I saw Toy Story three and damn near cried when they're getting ready to go in that incinerator and they all realize they're about to die and they all start holding hands. Picture the yeah. the the formula for the layout of blockbuster movies, though, and you can actually kind of see similarities between something like Independence Day and like a cartoon movie where. Um, you have safe characters or relatable characters that are just kind of like either they're they're very attractive or very present looking, whether it be like Liam Hemsworth, who's you know just good good looking guy, uh, or you know some some chicks that are good looking, or you have a, a fish and some computer CGI stuff that just look amazing technology, right? Like the image the animation is just very very well done. So you have eye candy on both sides right there. All right, uh, you have small uh, conflict and I'm. Uh, to where the characters find themselves and like, oh no, here's a problem. What are we gonna do? These characters then find their friends. The friends go, hey, we're your friends. We're gonna help you out with this problem. The problem gets bigger. The friends, you know, are tested with the relationships. It goes into conflict. They go into climax. Oh, that that moment where oh he's gonna come through and shit's gonna happen and oh my god he did it and then the resolution who wasn't that nuts right yeah it was and the entire time through <laughs> all that's happening is that there's little witty comments there's little things that that kind of break the tension you know what i mean so it's not awkward or it's not anything else where it's just it's real nice and easy to where you can kind of oh that was cute 
But the difference is, is that now, instead of it being kind of an alien thing, because we've seen it so many fucking times, now we have a cartoon, you know, whether it be princesses or fish or whatever the hell like that, to where we know completely that it's fantasy, you know, where it's just, it's it's something more, I guess, uh, safe, or, or something more, it's cute. It's cute instead of action. So that's what it is. Cute yeah, sells more. I, know, no, I mean, it, and that's a good. That's a really good point. I mean, movies, no matter what genre, will always have a certain. There's a certain foundation to them. You're exactly right. Some are different. Is is you know many movies movies can have many movies are, are can can have break from this formula, the traditional formula. You know, um, I don't know what would be a good one to to have. Uh, the fountain. A fountain would be, uh, you know, so maybe you have like these these kind of offset. Um, Spotlight was one best picture, and that was kind of one that was more of a true story. So a lot of true story movies kind of break the mold in that way too. Um, maybe book adaptations also help out to it. But I mean, in the same part, blockbusters tend to stick with it. So like Hunger Games are kind of the same way too. Even though it's a book adaptation, but they appeal to a lot of Harry Potter's the same way too. Blockbusters that just kind of go into that too. Or that was more of a holiday, wasn't it? Those were. Um, like, but anyway, the, the big, the big movies, the ones that were the studios are just like, this is it, you know, we made this one, you know, even superhero mm-hmm. movies are doing the same thing now because they know it's safe. But then you have movies that, um, like the nice guys with, uh, uh Russell Crowe and Ryan and, uh, Ryan Gosling, uh, that a lot of people are, are raving about and it doesn't stick to that formula. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's a buddy comedy. That's just like the resistance, but it doesn't stick to that that same kind of uh, safety formula, you know. They don't want the students don't want to break away. They don't want to. They want to make an Independence Day three because they know that it's a safe bet. All right, that's fine. Throw the money at it because we know that in the long run we'll make, you know, we'll we'll, we'll end up in the positive. You know, that's basically what it is. No matter how bad it is, and it's gonna happen the same way with a lot of other stuff. Goonies sequel is probably gonna happen the same way too. Well, you know, I can't disagree with that, and I think those are very, very good points you brought up. And because of that, I think this is a good thing to ask. Uh, so, Eric and Ed, do you guys recommend Independence Day Resurgence? Ed. Well, here, here, here's what I, here's my thoughts on it. You know, I, we went to see it obviously because we had to for our fans and everything, and and quite frankly, I. I I, I probably would go see this movie again, having seen it, you know, already. But it's it's one of those movies that it's it's so bad that you love every second of it. You know, Jordan, you and I used to jo- joke about the room, the movie, the room. You know, You're yeah. tearing me apart, Lisa. It's oh, like hey, it's, Mark. it's <laughs> the movies that are so bad that you just love every second of it because you know they tried like hell, but it just didn't work. This movie is different in that way, like. I, I it was so bad. I still loved every second of it, but they didn't try. That's my biggest. My biggest is that they didn't even try. You know, like a lot of us have seen, you know, movies that we knew were trilogies, and with the exception of The Godfather, the second one is usually the best. Or excuse me, with the with you know, I, I said that backwards. Um, with the exception of The Godfather, the second one is usually the filler. Sometimes they're the best with The Godfather and then Star Wars in being included in there. But, uh, you know, a lot of times, like, trilogies, the second one, the filler one, is that is just that. It's a filler. 
this one was basically the first movie of two movies that they made based upon a first one. I, I don't think that it's, you can look at it as a trilogy. I think, like, a lot of people look at, you know, other movies like Jurassic World as not the fourth installment, but it's a new trilogy or however many they're going to make. It's a garbage movie. It, it, it is. It's a garbage <laughs> movie. It, it, it really is. But like, that being said, I think... I would I would not recommend going to see this movie in theaters. Don't 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 spend your money on it. I mean, if you've got nothing better to do, I would. However, if this movie is on like HBO Go or Netflix or whatever, you, that's when you watch this movie. This is a this is a streaming movie. We don't do the stream it anymore, but this you know th this is a streaming movie. It's not it's not a theater movie. I w okay, all right. And Eric, do you recommend? Independence Day Resurgence. You know, uh, out of the formula that I explained before, there was another one that uh, kind of comes to mind, too, is the uh, the damsel formula, where it's, you know, a damsel in distress type thing. And I think Jurassic World kind of had a lot of that in those two kids, where it was, uh, you know, they were the damsel, or whether it be, uh, uh, what's her, Dallas Bryce Howard as a damsel <laughs> yeah. as well, too. But whatever. This movie didn't really have a damsel. I guess if you wanted to say the, the ball alien... I guess that could have been the, the damsel, but everyone's fine. Everyone's just doing their, their fucking thing. Uh, but in simple, I won't go up to rank because I think I already did too. Uh, no, 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 don't go see this movie. If you like Jurassic <laughs> World, then maybe this movie's for you. If you like kind of those where you're just like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what's going to happen, then yeah, sure. But I've not met one person who did like Jurassic World, and you sure as shit won't like this movie if you, if you didn't like that one. Like, it was just kind of like... You know, let's go. Let's wrap it up. You know, I wanted to just pause the movie and be like, hey, uh, I bet you any money that um, Jeff Goldblum goes, oh, wait, I have an idea. Let's do this. <laughs> and, then nice. they, and then they're going to go, nice. no, that's crazy. It's a one in a million chance we shouldn't do it. Well, what are the choices we have? You know what? You're right. Let's do it. And it's just like, all right, fucking. And then they do it. And then one in a million chance, they get the 1% and it works. Fucking... Don't, don't go see this. Or, you know, how about this? If you want to go see it, fine. I won't judge you for it because it's Independence Day. I'll tell you this. Don't spend money on this movie. How about that? Like, that's my thing nice. right now. Don't support this movie. Don't spend money on the movie. If you want to wait for it on HBO and you can watch it on demand or when it hits Netflix or whatever the hell, yeah, sure. Knock yourself fucking out. You're going to waste two hours of your life. But go ahead. But don't spend money. Please. I'm, I'm begging you, please. Like, to save the industry, don't. <laughs> No, Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right. Because so, because you, right. we vote for this, and we keep on getting more and more movies, and then people go, man, why would Hollywood have so many fucking movies? They're just so awful. It's because you go to the movie theater, and you spend $160 million on this fucking thing. Like, that's why. Yeah. Like, that's that's why we keep on getting this shit, because you, you are guaranteed, you vote with your dollar, and you're guaranteeing that a the third one's going to get made. Um... Before I get my review, Eric, I'm sorry, but you have met the one person that likes Jurassic World. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, I could even I could rip that apart as as well as I could have with this movie too. Like You know what? I you know what? I'm the Alpha Raptor. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say Yeah, this is the part I'm two. Say, Running in heels. I'm say, I mean, go ahead, good, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm just gonna say my five seconds of peace with Jurassic World. Uh it's better than three. That's just the way I see it. Oh, so, oh. 
Oh. You know, like, I just, I, I, I just thought it was better than three. And, and you know, after, after, after Jurassic, after the Lost World, which kind of pissed my childhood off, and number three just kind of just, just burned it alive. I was great to see some things back. It was definitely a nostalgia trip, but do I love it? No. Do I own it? No. But would I watch it again? Yeah, it's all right. But I, I dig it. It's okay. That's not great. Though. This it's movie not, had the giant you know alien chasing a school bus, and you're just like, why? Jurassic World had a Tyrannosaurus Rex chasing a redheaded girl in heels. And again, I go, why? And then both the Valid school point. bus and the girl in heels outrun the huge fucking thing <laughs> that is that is like with, with every step is covering half miles like just just taking maybe not half maybe like you know 16th of a mile or something like that but still like serious ground is being covered with every step and yeah, go ahead no, no, please no, no. It's fine. Alien, like the aliens with blasters in this movie is fucking beyond we have we as a american people have the same blasters and they call them blasters like the fucking technology that we've advanced to is the exact same that the aliens have but they never had blasters in the first one even the queen That's had a, a pet peeve. gun yeah <laughs> the queen has a giant blaster the fucking it's like there's there's so many things like they definitely they this movie Jordan you put it giant jumping of the shark like what the fuck why is that why are the aliens are all of a sudden they're, they're they're they have blasters they came to fight why is do we have the Xbox red red rings of death on everything aliens in this fight all these aliens. Oh, yeah. They didn't you know, even, they said that in the movie. Oh, this thing didn't change in 20 years. Yeah, the, the, it's like the tech. Oh, and then all of a sudden, oh, the interface is different. Like what? They, no, just just stop it. Just just fucking stop it. Can we go back to the idea of what J.J. Abrams did in the new Star Wars movie, to where they recognized the fact that it was old technology. They fucking just told you, like with the Millennium Falcon, they didn't they didn't change anything. They didn't update anything. It was the exact same fucking thing, and they just make a little joke about it. That's not like, oh, the interface is different. No, you, you can't fucking do that about this movie. They, they, this, they ruined what could have actually been decent. You know, it just, if they would have taken what, what, what I wanted them to do in this movie, which was take what happened at the beginning of this movie and the end of the last one and run with it, and then, okay, so there's another invasion, you know, there's... But they're turning it into a fucking video game. They're they're destroying what was a legitimate great movie from oh, 20 years ago. Years ago, they've when... let, they. This is like when Jordan joined the fucking Warriors, and go. it ruined his legacy, tarnished his legacy, because he was scoring. You know, he he never in his entire career scored under 10 points for a game, and then he fucking plays for the Warriors, or not Warriors, the the, uh, the Wizards. Wizards. And fuck, yeah, the Wizards, and he fucking, he scores eight points a game. It's like, he's still Jordan, he's still great, I remember all the awesome things from the 90s, but now he's just a shell of himself. That's what this fucking movie was to me. Now I'm getting on a rant. This fucking movie was like fucking Jordan playing for the Wizards. It ruined its legacy, it was a tarnish, it tarnished itself. Jesus Christ. All right, I don't know if I can give a, a review now. Uh, Shields can, can oh. hold a nuclear blast, but they can't they can't block radio waves so everyone can talk to each other just fine. Yeah. Oh. 
And the Smithsonian just randomly didn't pick up this fucking truck and this radar, but we can see the fucking radar. And we don't. First of all, when, we, when these when this fucking shit comes in, it's it's got a cloaking device. This fucking ship ha is cloaked. We can't see it, but this fucking 1950s piece of shit radar device can see it are you kidding me like are you no just fucking stop this movie the, I, I i do I, I will tell you this i i got goosebumps about it because i got this weird sense of fucking patriotism that i can't shake for whatever fucking reason that maybe speech. it's not a bad thing that, maybe that, that i can't that a, speech oh my god and he does give another fucking speech in this movie bill pullman gives another speech when he's a fucking nut job and they somehow escapes his nut house and his secret service agent and still, his daughter's like, no, no, I'm going to go kill myself. No, you're not going to do it. He, and she, he tricks her. He's still nuts, but he tricks her into fucking going to kill himself. It's, it's like, no, this is not how fucking movies are made. This is how B-movies are made. What this movie to me was is a 90s B-movie that they tried to fucking make. They tried to make a 90s B-movie in 2016. Jordan, your thoughts? Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, not recommend how can i follow this uh, no guy uh, no i mean i uh, i mean honestly no i mean seriously like what the fuck can i say you guys have already said i mean this is definitely a stream it or this is definitely uh i'm gonna clean my house for uh spring cleaning and put this on in the background on tnt because that's that, that's as far as this movie's gonna go this this movie is this dog shit this is the worst movie i think we reviewed in the history of movie guys podcast this is terrible I mean, yeah. this is just terrible, and that's why, my, and, and that's why my wife and I snuck into Purge Three, man. I mean, we really felt like we were raped, like like the boys in South Park did with uh, Indiana Jones. <laughs> I mean, the fucking really Indiana crazy. Jones movie was better than this one, and that had a fucking alien spaceship that was one of those spinny things on a fucking theater uh, at the, 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 the carnival. The alien frowned at the end. Yeah. yeah. Disapprovingly. Oh is that what it said Indiana Jones in the script? Or it's like, and then the alien turns and frowns disapprovingly at Indiana Jones. Nice. This movie was worse than fucking Phantom Menace. Oh, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Well, I mean, at least they had pod know. racing in the Phantom Menace. They had yeah. alien technology in our fucking fighters, and they did a Battlestar Galactica scene, <clears throat> which, if you remember from the from the reboot of Battlestar Galactica, the first episode, they had a they had a scene where all of a sudden uh, General Adama's son comes up and he's like, "I'm going to represent this ship," and uh, I have in there with with fucking Kid Hyler, whatever the hell his name is. They're like, "Oh, you're gonna you know you're gonna represent America." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> First of all, Battlestar Galactica was one of the best fucking TV shows ever, this new series. All right, it was go. amazing. Wrap it up there. <laughs> yeah, we got, I got to get into the Battlestar. But anyway, yeah, thank you so much, everybody, for listening <coughs> to the podcast. Of course, check us out on Twitter and also movieguyspodcast.com and also iTunes, where you can download every single episode, including this one. And uh, we'll be back in just actually, uh, just a, we'll be back in just a week. Because we're going to be reviewing very soon Ghostbusters, which I'm so excited for. I can't wait. I'm going opening night. So I can't wait for that one. We'll be coming back for that. And then after Ghostbusters, by the way, just kind of let everybody know what we're doing here. Uh, after Ghostbusters, we will be reviewing. Uh, uh, let's see what we got. Oh, oh crap. Well, I, maybe I should have done this before I said something. 
Uh, but after Ghostbusters, we will be reviewing Star Trek Beyond. Nice. Or Lights Out, depending on what everybody wants to do. I mean, I'm down for either. I like James Wan, and I'm excited for Lights Out. So that's what we'll be reviewing. So thank you so much for downloading this episode, and we have some special stuff coming your way soon. So thank you so much, Eric for joining me and we'll be back next week for Ghostbusters. Have a good night. Later. Fuck this movie. <laughs>